Hello there. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the season finale of I'm Good, actually. This is the, the end. It is the, the end of an era. And I can I just say, every time you say I'm good, actually, I love the way you say it. I don't know why. I just do. It's because you love me. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we've done it. This is episode 12. We've done 12, well, after this, we'd have done 12 whole episodes. I know. And we did try and record this together, didn't we? But <laughs> we did. Well, we did record it together. We did record it together. But um, our technical prowess does not go as far as understanding how mics work when you're in a room together. And it was do a bit you, of a nightmare. Do you know what? That's okay. I'm not sure if people are aware that we literally do this entirely on our own with no prior experience of it, both sitting in our bedrooms. So I think the fact we've managed to successfully record, edit and publish 12 episodes of a podcast completely with no help is good. And I think the fact that we couldn't do it in a room together doesn't matter. I agree. Go us. Well done us. (laughs) We're actually clapping ourselves. Of course, someone has to. Uh, just as a forewarning for everyone, I am currently babysitting a Tamagotchi. So if you hear some annoying beeping, um, no, why. no, Mia got a Tamagotchi for Christmas. <laughs> no, <laughs> Mia's daughter's father thought getting her daughter a Tamagotchi for Christmas was a good idea. Oh my god, um, it it kills me that you've ended up looking after this Tamagotchi more than Ava has. Literally, the thing is, someone on Instagram yesterday told me you can pause it. And I googled it, and you can, but it won't work. Just look after it. It's fucking annoying. It's like a little <laughs> pixel duck. I As if it. I got. <laughs> Did you like my reply to your story where I saw the picture of it and was like, "Yay, it's a duck now!" Yeah, like, shut yes. up. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm glad you're more excited about it than my actual child is. I think. I want you to keep it alive so it gets to the next stage, which I never successfully managed to do. So I don't actually know what the next stage Tamagotchi looks like. I don't think, I mean, obviously I had one in the 90s. I yeah. don't think I ever made them last more than like two days and then just got bored of it. Well, you're doing well. You're it's a miracle I've kept two kids alive, really, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, couldn't even raise a Tamagotchi. <laughs> so how was your new year, Mia? It was lovely, thanks. How was yours? <laughs> it was okay. Oh, <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose because I was actually at Mia's. <laughs> we started 2023 under a table eating six grapes. We did. Together, which is all I wanted from it. Yeah, because we saw a TikTok, which as you all know, is the font of all knowledge um, that claims that is how you meet your soulmate. <laughs> Can I just say, TikTok literally is the font of all knowledge for us because how many times before we started recording did I say, I'm doing this because I've seen a TikTok literally about like four different things. (laughs) Do you know how often I'm like, so I read an article when actually what I mean is I saw a TikTok. (laughs) I've even started using, I've been on PowerPoint TikTok, like learning how to do stuff for work. Like (laughs) TikTok has taken over my entire life. It's literally teaching me how to do everything. I love that there's PowerPoint talk. That's amazing. It's it's brilliant as well. I've learned some mad skills on PowerPoint TikTok. You must be fucking up your FYP with that. I'm not. I'm kind of here for it. Okay. All right. I don't know it then. Like furthering myself in 2023. You know. Yeah. Big goals. Big PowerPoint goals. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. So our New Year's Eve and the subsequent days afterwards, we if there's one thing, Mia and I do absolutely perfectly apart from podcasts hey, nice. uh is hangover days 
Oh, so good. It was literally a dream, our hangover day after. It was. It actually went on for three days. <laughs> yes. And we, I mean, to be fair, also the first night you got there, we basically treated it like a hangover day. And New Year's Eve, I might argue. Yeah. We spent most of New Year's Eve sat on my sofa watching Taskmaster. <laughs> Which I loved, to be fair. Same. Um, we watched a lot. We watched all five Twilight films. Yes. Finally. I had never seen any of them. I've never read the books. I'd never seen the films. Um, and she wore me down. And they were exactly as shit as I anticipated. And it was very, very fun. I mean, I feel like I want everyone to know that when I... I'm going to say when I was younger. I don't know when the uh, Twilight films came out. I feel I know you're going to Google it as I'm speaking. Uh, I feel like I was far too old to have been in such a chokehold with them as I was. But I was so obsessed. I remember one Christmas, my aunt got me a cardboard cutout of Edward Cullen. <laughs> um, so, the bad oh, news no. for you. Go on. This is as good as Gareth Gates all over again. Um, the first one came out in 2008. Oh, shit. I was 22. You're in your 20s. I was 22. Oh my god! <laughs> Which means by the time I got the cardboard cutout, because I specifically remember it was a still from the Eclipse film, which is the third one. So I must have been that was 2010. <laughs> okay, 2024. 20, Shit, man. This is the sort of person I am. No wonder I'm still single. The last one came out in 2012, so you had they had you in a chokehold until you yeah. were 25. I mean, they still do. I made you watch them three days ago. <laughs> like I'm still. Oh my god! And she, when I say she cried at the wedding scene, <laughs> that's an understatement. I've never seen such oh. a hot mess of a girl sat on my sofa, including myself. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. Um, and also, approximately how many times did I quote word for word a line that was about to happen in the film? Too many. <laughs> I could pretty much act out the entire films for you if I needed to. You could. Done. And then we watched another entire film series in one yes. day. <laughs> we watched every single Jackass movie. And now we're both like absolutely mm. obsessed with Jackass all over again. Ryan Dunn. Yeah. Is he your number one Jackasser? I love that you say Jackass. I'm glad that everyone else now gets that. to hear it. So I say Jackass. jackass. It's not natural for me to say ass. Yeah, but it's jackass. It's like, you yeah, would, I know, would, you, but... would you call like the donkey, like an ass, would you call it an ass? No, but I never ever speak about that donkey. So it's not something <laughs> I've got to worry about. <laughs> I've only seen Shrek once. Well, no, that's a donkey, not an ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally called donkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I never talk about um, asses then. It's, I can't Fair. even say it. Ass. No, I know. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Ryan Dunn is my number one R.O.P. Love him oh, forever. Listen. Absolute heartbreaking. And yours is? Chris Pontius, party boy himself. My absolute dream man. And we spent quite a decent amount of time actually really seriously quite fuming about the fact that we didn't go to LA and you didn't marry Ryan Dunn and I didn't marry Chris and we could have saved Ryan and Bam think how much and we could have, we saved, could have saved them all we could have we could have it could have still been going if it wasn't for us I think it would have been a bit of a problematic age gap if we had have gone to LA during the early jackass days but 
Actually, yeah, because if they're all roughly the same age, Steve-O's 48 now, because I remember Googling that at yours the other day. So he's 12 years older than me. Yeah. Yeah, so if we when they were like 20, I would have been <laughs> eight. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that, that probably wouldn't have been great. But I'll, maybe don't do that. If I could have looked into the future, I still would have mm-hmm. done it. <laughs> Is that okay to say? <laughs> You literally sat on my sofa and you went, if money could buy anything, if you if you won the lottery and you could buy money to time travel, you were like, my number one thing I'd do would be go back to the early Jackass days and marry Chris Pontius. I stand like, by that. She wouldn't go and kill Hitler. She wouldn't go and change world events. She'd just go and marry Party Boy. I 100% meant that and I'd stand by it now. Yeah, I respect it. He is the most perfect man. He's got the perfect personality. He's the funniest one. His hair is just on point. His body. Daddy. Oh, his body. (laughs) Daddy. Daddy. (laughs) Swear. (laughs) Do you know something really bad happened regarding Ryan Dunn? Not just his death, though. I I posted a picture of him to my Instagram stories and about four people responded saying they thought it was Brian McFadden. That is, and now I can't see it. I know it was just that one picture. I think I chose the no. bad picture. No, 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 no. Yeah. he doesn't look like Brian McFadden. No, no, he doesn't look like Brian McFadden. Oh, R.I.P. Ryan Dunn. Should we dedicate no. this to him <laughs> in his memory? <laughs> this episode is dedicated to Ryan Dunn. Don't uh, drink and drive, children. Yeah, Ryan Dunn forever. Literally. Oh my god, are we both going to cry? <laughs> Should we stop? <laughs> Maybe. We were sobbing oh. at the end of the latest oh Jackass God. film yeah. when they do the little tribute. We were both just like, uh huh. And I, at the end, I was like, it says Brian Dunn forever. And you were like, that's, that's the name of the film. And I was like, I know. <laughs> we were not okay. No, we weren't. We weren't. This is um, really, I think, we're, we're really perfectly illustrating just how unhinged we are as people <laughs> right now. Yeah. So, anyway, that was our new year. <laughs> that was what we did. <laughs> it's great. Uh, so what did we do? We watched all of Twilight, all of Jackass, and then watched approximately 450 episodes of Taskmaster. And we watched Prince Andrew the Musical. Pew, pew, oh, pew. did. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that was great. Um, what else did we do? We had a beach walk. Your friend came over and took the piss out of my toes. <gasps> yeah, we learned something really weird about Morsh that I do yeah. think needs to be shared. Her right foot, not her left foot. Her left foot's all right. Her right foot has the tiniest toes I've ever, like, short that I've ever seen in my life. I'm actually taking my socks off so I can look at them as we're recording this because... Honestly, it was a shock. So we actually measured my toes, didn't we? And (laughs) what's weird about it is that uh, my second toe and my third toe on my left normal foot are, um, like, my second toe smaller than my middle toe, if you know what I mean, which I think is pretty normal. I don't think that's normal. Okay, well, anyway. On on my right foot, they're they're exactly the same height, and they're both one centimetre shorter than the toes (laughs) on my left foot. Did you you just go to call your right foot your second foot then? (laughs) Yeah. My first foot and my second foot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my toes on my uh, right foot are officially a centimetre shorter than the same toes on the left foot, which is fucking weird. Did you ever play football at school? No. Uh, don't I worry, then. Net- I was a netballer. 
because it just Fair. meant I could elbow girls in the face because I was goal defence. That's literally my dream. That's why I played hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it was such just beat bastards. the shit out of girls. Yeah. Just a good excuse to fight for an hour a day. Literally. Well, they, they wouldn't let us play rugby, so hockey was the next best thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I've got weird toes, which I'm very upset about. Should we maybe get on with the actual podcast yeah. now we've discussed yeah. your toes and how much we love the Jackass Boys? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we are going to do a review of our 2022 <laughs> briefly, but Mia just said something so disgusting that I have to say. <laughs> um, she said the day I left her house, which was the 3rd of January, when she went to sleep that night, she sweated so much <laughs> that when she woke up on the 4th, there was like a salty sweat body drawing like outline on her sheets that's not what I said I mean it's not what you said but it's what you meant mate no it was a mark onto your sheets it was a full like wet patch in the shape of my entire body I'm so glad you decided to just be a sweaty beast the the day I left and not when I was actually in bed next to you it's because I think it was the day I finally stopped drinking and just eating (laughs) brown food (laughs) my body was like enough do you know what? I actually had a bit of sweet potato the night that I was at mine for the first time and it gave me the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I clearly need some sort of cigarette, <laughs> junk food, alcohol, drug situation. Bottle, sweet bottle potato. of champagne. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sweet potato is making me feel iller than anything else I've done in the last four days. <laughs> We did realise that if we were to just move into... If we won the lottery and I didn't have children, we fully established that we would have just slowly rotted into my sofa. Because we sat on my sofa, under my sofa duvet. Yes, I have a designated sofa duvet. And what? And just watch telly and just were disgusting for a solid three days yeah we said the the only reason that Mia and I are still alive is because I have a job and like and Mia has kids not that you don't have a job but you know what I mean like I that's why I had to drive home basically is what I meant (laughs) yeah the only reason that we haven't uh died is because Mia has kids and I have a job we think we'd have been like you know when they find a dead body like weeks later and they've like started to decomp into their sofa or whatever (laughs) but we would have still been alive decomping (laughs) into the sofa just slowly rotting away like we try and stand up and the sofa cushions are now part of our bodies (laughs) anyway um yeah so anyway we're gonna talk about our reviews of our 2022s um how do you think the year was for you what would you rate it out of 10 i think it's a solid five it wasn't really fucking awful but it also wasn't really fucking great and i think a lot of people feel the same like it feels like it was a bit of a wonky year like there was just something off about 2022 like nothing seemed to really be yes but it also wasn't the like shit show of 2020 and 2021 Mm. it's just a bit uh, yeah, how I would describe it. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, what about you? What's your naught to ten rating? I would say it's a hard one for me because it was it was a year that was fine, and I had some really good times. I had quite a big low in the middle of Mm -hmm. the year which isn't something I'm going to really discuss on this podcast because it's just not the place for it 
Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like relationship themed. Otherwise, I would be discussing it on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was quite a big low in the middle. I wouldn't say there were many high highs, um, but it wasn't awful. Yeah. I mean, we know that my uh, the year picked up for me towards the end in terms of like dates and stuff mm-hmm. it was a bit of a it was a bit of a dry year up until November for me in terms of like dating and that when you say a bit of a dry year do you mean it was completely dry it was a desert bit bit mean bit <laughs> yeah I mean I did have a major trauma in the middle of it which kind of knocked me a bit yeah. um but yeah I just accidentally oh the fly's back fly's back we never um, named that fly we never named that fly uh yeah it was an average year. There were good times. Yeah. And I don't want any of our friends who thought that they had a nice time with me to be like, oh, she did enjoy it. Like, there were yes, good same. times that year. I had a lot of like, we, I had a lovely holiday. Uh, but it was just one of those years. I'm like, I feel like on my deathbed, if someone's like, oh, what about 2022? I'll be like, what? I don't even remember it. Like, just it's just yeah. one of those years that like, it just happened. And I'm, gl- I'm kind of glad it's done. Whatever. Yeah, I agree. Like I had some, I did have some great fucking times. Definitely. Mm. Um, I learned a lot about myself. I think yeah. 2022 was probably the year that I've most been like okay with myself and okay with being on my own and all that. But also I'm like, okay, I'm ready to not be on my own now. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I think that's the same for me as well. I think 2020 and 2021 were still so all over the place with COVID and that, mm-hmm. that uh, as much as we'd had to be on our own and stuff, we were both obviously still processing like the mm-hmm. trauma from breakups and then dealing with kind of being forced to be on your own because of covid whereas i feel like 2022 was the first year where you didn't have to actively do it you had to sit with the fact that you had done it and how that had changed you if you know what i mean because we weren't stuck inside in lockdowns on our own anymore well i didn't I have think... any of that i was in a relationship for all the lockdowns oh Lucky we didn't you. split we didn't split up until the October of 2021. So 2022 oh, was my first year of being That's mad alone. that you survived all the lockdowns intact and then at the end was like, right, <laughs> bye then. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yeah, see I'm almost glad that our breakup happened literally three months before COVID. Yeah. Uh Ooh. because I genuinely think I mean, trying to go through all of the moving out and all that shit would have been awful, obviously, oh during my God, COVID. I can't imagine that, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that would have happened. Yeah. So, yeah, that was quite lucky for me. But, yeah, yeah, I think 2022 was the first year where things got back to normal and you could kind of test run your new personality post-COVID and post-breakup <laughs> yeah. in a normal environment, if you know what I mean. That was what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Instead of, like, me kind of showcasing my new personality going for a walk around the park because all the pubs were shut like it was the first year <laughs> I had the new me out in the wild yeah for sure yeah, yeah I did a lot of dating which we will get to later <laughs> in the show a lot of um, dating well yeah. I say a lot of dating a lot of fondling <laughs> <laughs> I just did the most perverted love time the microphone I, know. I don't know why it's like I was thinking about it <laughs> um yeah so 2022, fine, whatever, fine. bye. Just fine. Yeah, literally yeah. fine, bye is the perfect yeah. way of putting it. Also, what I wanted to discuss about 2022 was celebrity events that were notable. Um, yes. 
first one. Yeah. When Will Smith smacked <gasps> Chris Rock around the face. Oh my God. What a moment. What, what a cultural a reason. What a time to be alive. Mad. mad. Like absolutely fucking insane. I wonder, I'd love to know the story behind it. Like what led to it. He was clearly feeling some sort of fucking way. That doesn't come from nowhere. He does. He didn't turn up to that event absolutely fine. And then that happened. I think, for, well, the, obviously this is all speculation. I don't fucking know the Smith family. I think after the whole open relationship stuff and the red table talk and the way that the public kind of reacted to that, he was emasculated massively. Like Jada revealing she'd been banging this young man and that Will had been fine with it and all this. I think mm. everyone sort of went straight to the like, oh, he can't even keep his woman with all the toxic masculinity shit, which then obviously fed into his to- toxic masculinity. <laughs> and he just was like wanting to prove I'm a man. I yeah. can protect my bird. And it was just a bunch of, it was just stupid male ego, I think. That's a fair point. I never really thought about it like that. But do you think it was him trying to kind of like assert his dominance and be like, I am a man that will have a fight for my wife and not just like some little wet wipe that is being used by Jada? I wonder, do you think? Yeah, I do think that. And it's fucking pathetic, really, isn't it? Like, it was just, I mean, she looked mortified when he did it. Mm. I'd be and so, so did Chris Rock. Like I know, obviously, he was presenting and he tried to make a joke out of it, but you could tell he was fucking humiliated. It looked like it fucking hurt as well. It was a proper punch. I actually watched. It was it a again slap. It was actually a slap. Well, it was not sorry. a punch. Sorry, I meant. I was thinking it was like a proper hit. If you know what I mean, it wasn't like a little round the face. It was like the a fact, proper. The fact it was a slap, not a punch, as well. It's yeah. just, it makes it even better. Yeah, that was mad. Anyway, that was the first one. Uh, the second one, Wagger for Christie. <gasps> oh. Just to be clear, just to be clear, it wasn't the Wagger for Christie situation. It was the trial that happened last year. Yeah, defamation trial, right? Yeah, and it was actually bought by Vardy, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, so Vardy was suing Rooney for defamation. Yeah, and Rooney was like, "Are you fucking sure about yourself? Because this is you all did true." This, what you I'm saying, silly little bitch. Yeah. Which is what I don't understand. Why would you do that if you know that you've done it? I don't know. In hope that like the proof isn't enough. I don't know. Because it, ha- what was the actual outcome of it? She got found guilty, didn't? Oh, sorry, she didn't get found guilty because it's a defamation trial. Yeah, Colleen she lost was the innocent case. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colleen walked out. Didn't Colleen didn't even go to the final day? She went off on holiday. <laughs> Did she? She oh didn't go. God. She didn't even go to the reading of the like outcome. Her and Wayne went on holiday, which is fucking baller move. That is baller. Um, so I show. haven't watched the TV show on, uh, is it BBC? No. I, I I'm going gonna, gonna to watch it tonight because I, I am actually. buzzing for it. Isn't Michael Sheen, um, you know, famed laugher in the Twilight film? <laughs> Isn't he playing the barrister in the Wagatha Christie trial thing? Is he? I believe so. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Surely that's a step down from the old Twilight franchise. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no, actually, it's probably not. But it makes me think it's actually going to be like quite a serious show yeah. rather than like comedy lols. Who plays them? I know the one of I know the girl who plays Rebecca Vardy is one of the wildlings from Game of Thrones that I don't know her actual name. Oh, I don't know. I assumed it'd be like former Hollyoaks actresses. 
No, I don't know who's playing Colleen. Not a clue. Literally no okay. idea. I just oh, saw a trailer cool. for it the other day and I was like, oh, that's old Sheedy Boy. Yeah, well, we'll assess and maybe we can discuss this in our series two because it's so important. <laughs> Six months from now. <laughs> um, okay, what's next? Oh, the queue. Oh, my fucking good Lord. The most English thing that has ever happened. It is so aggressively English. <laughs> Queuing to see what I'm fairly certain was an empty box. I think that she wasn't in it as well. The risk Surely is too not. great. All it would have taken is one second for some lunatic to just run and push it. And they, yeah. it, it would have been too quick for someone to stop. And I just don't think they would yeah. have risked it. No, surely not. Like If it had been an open casket, I might have queued. If it, I would have queued for two months solid if it had been an open <laughs> casket. <laughs> oh, I lying. don't know if I'd have worked. To, I mean, it wouldn't have been in a great state after two months. I would have licked her. <laughs> We had a discussion about open caskets and you actually said that when you die, you want me to lick your corpse in your open casket. At the funeral? Yeah. And just and the reason we're saying this is because I don't want my sister to kick off when you actually do it. She'll listen yes. to this episode and know that I've given prior approval. Yeah. So just so you know, I'm not going to say her name. She probably don't want it to be heard. But just so you know, <laughs> when I lick your sister... <laughs> It's because she asked me to. <laughs> I love that my sister's four years older than me, but all of us know I'm going to die first. <laughs> we all know this. <laughs> no I'm going to die before it. you and her. <laughs> well, it's something to look forward to, me licking it your is. forehead. Yeah, love that. Um, yeah, the queue was the most insane thing that happened in 2022. Absolutely mad. And like the fact that, you know, David Beckham queuing to see the Queen suddenly made him more of a national treasure than he was before. Like, are you joking? Yeah, that all got undone with the whole Joe Lysett thing, which was the next thing I was going to talk about oh. anyway. What a nice little transition that was. Transition. Uh, yeah. One last thing, though, about the queue before we move on. Uh-huh. I saw that somebody has written a book about two people that meet in the queue and fall oh in love. God. And Fan when I say it makes me more angry than I think anything else. Are you joking? I'm it's already so obsessed. And you know it's going to immediately be either a film or a series made out of it. And it's going to be fucking awful and we're all going to love it. I am so here for it. I want to pre-order the book. I wonder what it's called. I think it's called The Queue. <laughs> no, it's got to be called some mad shit. Like, que- like queuing for passion or... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Queuing for love. I don't know. It is like... Someone's tweet went viral during the whole queue thing, being like, I give it six months and there'll be a book or a film about two people that meet in the queue and fall in love. Do you reckon she saw that and went, don't worry, I'm on yeah, it. I'm on it. Um, I, I think it's it. quite a good it's quite a good plot. I like it. It's not Do a bad you... idea. It's just going to be about two Tories that fall in love, though. I mean, I've spent eight years being completely obsessed by a book about vampires that sparkle in the sun. Yeah, so, I mean, this isn't so far-fetched that I'm completely obsessed with the cube book is it it's entirely <laughs> up my avenue <laughs> would you like me to get you a cardboard cu- cut out of the protagonist from the cube book <laughs> yes please I would love that <laughs> okay I'll get right on that you always know how to make me happy oh imagine if Robert Patterson plays the protagonist in the film you will lose your tiny mind I would just die this is how I die this is how you're going to get to lick my head 
And it all comes full circle. It does. This is wrapping up nicely, isn't it? We're so professionals. Back to Lysa and and David. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think David Beckham's a fucking bell end. Um, He's taken multiple millions from Qatar, not just to promote the football, um, to literally promote the country as a tourist destination. Yeah, see, I didn't realise that. And after we had this discussion the other day, you enlightened me. I thought Mm. he was going out there to work on like a football basis, not necessarily as a pundit, because I I just thought he was actually going out there to do World Cup stuff. I didn't realise his job and what he was taking money for was to promote Qatar, Mm -hmm. which is very fucking different because very like different. you said to me if that was the case why weren't all of the pundits and people like that getting in trouble why was yeah. it just him which raises a good point so I didn't know that um and now I feel completely not feel completely differently about it because I initially I was just like I feel a bit bad for him because if, like like you said everybody else was doing it why was he the one getting it yeah. in the neck and if I was him I would have released a statement and been like I know it's shit but it's like my job. This mm-hmm. is I, but I don't recognize their fucking stances on all of this bad shit. Uh, but now you've said that he was going out there and his sole job was to just like kind of highlight the benefits of going to Qatar, like get in the bin. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that he completely ignored it as well, and there's no mm-hmm. chance that he missed it. You know, like it was hugely viral. Joe's stunt was incredible, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, the fact he just stayed silent. And yeah. Victoria just stayed silent. And the fact that, you know, the two of them have been gay icons since the 90s. Like, he was the first footballer to pose on the front of Attitude magazine. Mm. Like, the Spice Girls were huge in the gay community. Yeah. And it's like for both of them to just go, oh, well, we've taken your money and now we're going to take money from a country that would have you die. It's yeah. like, it's just fucked. And you can't get away with that in this day and age. No, I was I was shocked that they just stayed completely silent. Mm. You know, when like in the days that followed, you thought, okay, they're obviously like kind of regrouping and working yeah. out what I to thought do. That, yeah, but then you nothing ever came. Prepping a yeah, nothing, nothing. And then obviously the way Joe dealt with it, he shredded the money, but didn't shred the money. Actually, donated it. Like it was genius because it again got people talking. Like he is the king of knowing how to play the media. Like he does it yeah. so fucking well. I actually I saw him live last year. And mm. it was the best stand-up show I've ever seen in my life because it was so clever and there's like a real twist in it and which sounds mad for a stand-up show. But if you know Joe Lysett's comedy, it makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, like it's, I think you can now stream it on his website um, mm-hmm. and it is fucking phenomenal. And honestly, everyone should watch it because it is just yeah, genius. Yeah, I have it. But after that glowing recommendation, I may well do so. Okay, the last thing is, Mm -hmm. and this is my favourite, because I still can't work out what happened. Okay. Harry Styles potentially spitting on Chris Pine. Oh, my God. Did he or didn't he? I flip between the two. Because that that whole press tour was fucking unhinged. It was incredible. I loved every moment of watching all that unfold Florence turning up with the fucking Aperol yeah strolling around like just pure camp mayhem yeah and I live for it 
Do you think that was all intentional though? Because the no. amount of extra plub pub plub, um, the amount of extra publicity they got from just the carnage. Yeah. You can't no. buy that shit. You can't buy that shit. And you can't fake that shit. That's the thing. I think it was all very, very real. Because you know, like the the whole Sheila Buff things being leaked and the voice yeah. recordings and all this. Like I think it was just legit. One of my favourite moments, I know it's not actually to do with that press tour, uh, was Olivia Wilde being served papers on stage. Yes. So chef's kiss. It was incredible scenes. Awful, but incredible. Um, I think he spat on him. I'm going to go with it. Do you? Yeah. I keep, see, I spend so much time thinking, no, he can't have, he can't have, he can't have. And then when you watch the video back, what else would have made him react What happened then? Like the way Chris Pine reacted, something landed on his lap and he was like, (laughs) all right. Yeah. Oh, I'd I love want... to know for sure. I thought you were going to say, I'd love Harry to spit on me. <laughs> Harry could spit on me and I would say thank you. I will pay you I mean, £10 pounds to do that again. Quite, quite like a bit of spitting. Mm. Mm. I'll spit on you next time I see you then. <laughs> no, it has to be done in a certain way. <laughs> I was going to say, just gob on your face and be like, right, there you go, bye. <laughs> but yeah, I think he did it. Did you ever see the edit that someone made? where he's throwing a dead goat onto Chris Pine's hands. <laughs> <laughs> People have got so much time on their hands. I can't deal with it. And I'm so glad they do because it's always entertaining. <laughs> so yeah, what happened this year? Um, Harry, P- Harry Pine? Harry Pine spat on Chris Styles. Um, there was a queue. David Beckham yep. is homophobic mm-hmm. and Rebecca Vardy's a fucking moron. Yes. What are you? so while we're looking back on 2022 i thought i would treat you to my dating wrapped stunning which um i think we can officially label an absolute fucking shit show yeah and just to be clear i haven't done one because it would take about 20 seconds because i had (laughs) four dates last year Uh, so i just haven't bothered to be honest (laughs) I mean, you could just, you could always just do a quick rundown at the end if you feel like it. Okay, I could do a quick rundown at the end. That's fine. Okay. But me is, me is the one with all the good content. So let's get crackalacking. Okay, so we have 14 men that I allowed to come into my orbit. In I literally wondered what you was going to say then. <laughs> 14 men not I allowed to come. And I was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> come into my orbit is that what you call it now your orbit <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to how many i let come into my orbit okay sorry um and zero women because i am fucking shit at being a bisexual yeah you are aren't you i mean you, does it if it makes you feel better you've tried a lot with me in 2022 <laughs> you persevered a lot with trying to make me bi <laughs> i just i don't know how to, i don't know how to chat women on dating apps I just don't know how to do it it's really hard. Oh, fair. I bet it's completely different, actually. So different. I, I know what to do with men. You just fucking say hello and they want to jizz on your tits. Like, it's not. <laughs> wow. Speaking of, um, of those 14 men, I slept with 13 of them. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Um, so well done, me. Um, eight of them had a second date. Okay. I cried over four of them but 
an important thing to note here is that one of them made me cry by being an actual psychopath, <laughs> refusing to leave my house and nearly having more shoulder pain. Yeah. Like, it doesn't count in the crying over in the same sense as the other three. Oh, God, I wish I'd been there that night. I was going fucking mad on the phone to you while you was upset. And I was like, put me on the phone to him. We never actually told that story on the podcast, you know. Do you want to tell it quickly now? I feel like we probably should. So met a boy on an app, as you do. Um, he didn't live down here, though. He was down on holiday. And then he came down for a weekend. We spent a whole weekend together. It seemed very lovely. Um, went away, stayed in his van. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And then he just like lost the plot um, and just started giving me shit on the drive back to my house from a pub. So I was like, yeah, off you fuck. Um, and then he just stayed outside my house and he was like tapping on my window, but like with one finger, like an actual serial killer for ages just kept knocking on the door was like blowing up my phone one day just like ringing me and ringing me and texting me please let me in i'm really sorry let's just talk blah 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 it's like dude didn't he like let himself in a couple of times though and that's when i was like absolutely (laughs) fucking not he let himself in before i locked him out he let himself in and just made himself a grilled cheese sandwich (laughs) yeah that was the point where i was like kicking off i was like put him on the fucking phone to me um, and then when he wouldn't leave after I'd literally locked him out, I had to I had to ring Voldemort to come and rescue yeah, me. Yeah, you actually lied to me and said that you'd spoke to Cal. No, I said I'd spoke to Peters, I think. Oh. But neither of them were answering their phones because they're terrible friends, if you're listening. Yeah, um, so yeah, Voldemort <laughs> came and rescued me. Um, yeah. Good times. That was great times. So yeah, that was the story of this guy who's so yeah one of shit list actually another one of my stats is one actual psychopath yeah um moving on i still talk to six of them cute and five of them i would again oh oh these stats have changed since new year's day now i'm still talking to seven of them (laughs) oh my god what have you rekindled (laughs) two of them no one of them um i oh the guy i slept with on on new year's day matched with me on hinge on new year's day this year (laughs) now we've been talking again perhaps new year's just his thing must be um so now six of them i would again but one of them i has me in a chokehold and like i would just like to tell me he wants to marry me immediately it's not real yeah, you really don't think it's going to be a thing, do you? I love you and I'm not, I don't want to say, obviously I want to tell you what you want to hear, but that's not the sort <laughs> of friend I am, so I'm not going to. Um, he has you in a chokehold because he's not showing enough interest mm. and he's not acting in a way that somebody that is interested would. Yeah. Which one, means that you should leave him alone. Two, means that we all know you won't. And three, that's why you're so bothered about it because you want what you can't have. And you're misreading you're misreading that as completely other stuff. Like you actually really like him. And I think the reality is if he came and you started seeing him within about two weeks, you'd just be like, Yeah, I'm over this. Like, bye. (laughs) That's what you need to happen. And if that never happens, this is literally gonna be the love of your life, that the one that got away and it's just not. Have I not just read that situation absolutely perfectly, by the way? Maybe. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's true. Daddy though. issues. 
Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> For anyone who wonders why we keep doing that, sorry, by the way, there's, I don't know if you've all seen it, if you're as, like, fucking prolific on TikTok as we are, uh, there is another podcast called Shits and Giggles that's got two guys in it. I can't remember their names. One of them's called James. The other one's whatever. The other one's, yeah. And, They're oh, my fit. God, they literally did the funniest video where they asked what you would buy each other if you were, like, boyfriends. And he literally like listed what he was going to buy him, and he was tell like, you what, would... "Should we, should we just share it on our Instagram rather than you try and okay, tell yeah. the we'll story share it on our Instagram." Talk. But literally, we, me and Mia quote, "Daddy and Daddy swear, swear to each other all the time." Is literally, I've watched that video about a hundred times. We'll share it on our Instagram. It's great. Um, so my next stat is I've had one man tell me he loves me, and we all know he didn't. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I started to say that. I thought that's actually really harsh, so I stopped and you finished for me. Sorry. It's true, though. I mean, it is true, but sorry, I didn't need to say that. I'm sorry. I love you more than he ever did. Oh, well. Which is, as we've established, he didn't love you, so I only love you a little bit, but it's still more. Because he's an idiot, because he wouldn't love this. Yeah, I mean, she says as she's scratching her armpit. (laughs) literally like an orangutan <laughs> i was literally thinking in my head you've never looked better <laughs> because of how i've got this set up so i can read all this i couldn't see that bit on screen so just assumed you couldn't see my armpit no i could see it it was full frontal armpit thanks you're welcome um so first dates i've done this in percentages mm-hmm. so 35.7 of my first dates this year were just a straight hookup so not a date at all <laughs> Okay. Um, twenty-eight point six percent were drinks out. Twenty-one point four percent were drinks, but in. <laughs> so one step removed from a straight hookup. Literally, we had a drink first. <laughs> you had a drink first. You had a Capri Sun before you started. Literally, nobody took me for dinner. Nobody took me. I out. wouldn't want them to. I would never. No, go I would want to go for first dinner. date ever. God no, no. Um, and then one person. Which also not a date with friends for benefits sitch that I've had going on. And one person I don't really know what happened, but somehow I fell on his penis. I mean, for anyone else, that is a perfectly reasonable thing to say. But for you, I'm like, maybe you did. Maybe you were out <laughs> and you literally fell over and landed on his penis and was just like, well, why we're we here? Let's, let's go. We're, we're here now. <laughs> let's look. Do we're here. Yeah. We might as well. Anybody else would just say sorry and politely get up, but you're just like, nah. We've already done the hard bit. <laughs> Put my necklace to the side. Let's crack on. <laughs> okay. Um, I had one situationship that lasted six months with mm. around 10,000 promises, two times that he told me he loved me and one new girlfriend that he just didn't bother telling me about. We all know who that is. Yeah. And to wrap it up, my current status is fucked. <laughs> I'm single. I can't be asked with the apps. I'm over it. And I'm ready for a man to just walk in and say, hi, I'm your husband. Let's do this. Um, yeah, I love you. So I'm going to tell you that's not going to happen. Why? Because it's just not how life works. I wish it, it did. should fucking be. That's exactly if it was going to happen, it would have happened when we was both under the table at midnight. <gasps> but at you five minutes imagine? past 12, your door should have swung open. And, there should and have it should have been, been cross Pontiac. <laughs> cross Chris, what? <laughs> 
Cross Chris Pontiac. Cross. It should have been Chris Cross. Cross Pontiac. By that you mean Chris Pontius. Yes. <laughs> and Ryan Dunn. Yeah, it should have. But 10 years ago. Yeah. Well done. So that yeah, was a good rap. That's rapt. my year. It's my year. So do you want my wrapped? I've been yes, trying to think is. of it. Okay. So yes. if I can remember correctly, there was five first dates. Nice. I think... Oh, actually, no. Two of them progressed mm-hmm. further. So it was more than just one date, if you know what I mean. Nice. So two second dates. <laughs> yeah. Um, two hookups. Yeah. What other stats do you need from me? I can't remember. Um, this could be a good time to talk about the one that really, really hideously insulted you right at the start of your first day. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. It wasn't right at the start. And it was oh, one okay. of those... That's fine then. Yeah, it was one of those that... So basically, we ended up talking about this podcast and I said how it was a strange thing for me to do because I don't actually like my voice. Mm -hmm. Um, You know that I've always got a thing about my voice. And whenever I hear myself on recordings or whenever I I hear anyone from Essex, I'm like, do I sound like that? Because I'm so paranoid (laughs) about it. Um, And I said that to him and he actually said, Funny you should say that because before this date I listened to the podcast and I did have reservations because I thought you were going to be stupid. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad to realise that you're not. <laughs> and I was a bit like, oh, okay. And then the rest of the day I made a couple of jokes about it. Like I wasn't going on about it, but I just referenced it a few times in like a joke way, like, oh, you think I'm stupid anyway. And then he actually ended up gaslighting me and being like, is that really all you're going to take away from this date? Is that really the only thing that you're going to take from this? And I was a bit like, mm, no, but as someone that's like, you've kind of picked up on the one insecurity I've told you about and confirmed that I'm right to have that insecurity. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of didn't think that much of it I thought about it a bit but I didn't know if it was just me being dramatic and then afterwards every time I told someone they were literally like that is the fucking worst most horrible thing ever and I was like oh I knew it was like a bit shit but I didn't realize it was that bad and everyone was like that's really awful and there's like people that are like mutual friends with him that are like I'm literally so sorry that happened to you because that is awful (laughs) and I'm like oh okay I thought I might have been overreacting a bit but it turns out I was massively underreacting when I was just like oh it's a bit shit so yeah yeah yeah. And he was a bad kisser. We didn't kiss. Oh, he wasn't the bad kisser. The next no. one was the bad kisser. Yeah. Oh, what a year of dating for you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so how many first kisses did I have? Four. That's so bad for a whole year, isn't it? One, Actually, five, but one of them technically wasn't a first. Well, so it's not a first kiss. You said how many first well, okay, kisses? Okay, okay. Yeah, right, but... That does not count in any stats. We are just ignoring that even happened. Okay, fine. So yeah, what a year for both of us. Let's do a quick prediction. How how many first kisses do you think you're going to have in 2023? Hopefully more. Uh, I'm actually quite optimistic about this year, which I'm I'm never normally optimistic about it. But I feel like I'm kind of ready to be like, right, I'm going to date seriously and date like kind of out of my comfort zone and not just be like this person on Bumble isn't the most perfect man. So I'm not going to go on a date with him. There are no perfect men on Bumble, which might be why you didn't have many dates this year. Go on, give me a number. Number of first kisses. Uh, I'm going to try and not be too optimistic. Yeah. But I'm going to double it. All right. So I'm going to hope for eight. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for... (laughs) (laughs) 300,000. 
No, because I'm going to meet the man of my dreams. So I'm going to go for three. I'm going to go on two dodgy dates. And then the third date will be like, this is it. Oh, cute. Do Interesting question. Do you have any idea? Because I know Mm. one of those people that I want to have a first kiss with. Do you Mm -hmm. know anyone that you want to have a first kiss with? No, because the two guys that I'm talking to at the moment, I've already slept with both of them. Okay, fine. Um, And there's not been any new blood on anywhere. I haven't really been looking at the apps, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of gave up. But I've I've started again now. I'm home. It was fucking dire down at yours. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, I've just been too delusional over Christmas over this guy, as you've just so kind of pointed out. So I haven't really been bothering. Okay. I mean, what's nice for me is that the one person that I know I want to have a first kiss with, the chances of that, I've got more chance of fucking flying to the moon. Is it Matty Healy? (laughs) No, because I've probably got more chance of kissing him if I actually paid to go to a 1975 concert. He always kisses people, doesn't he? I've actually got more chance of kissing Matty Healy than the guy that I want to kiss. That's very annoying. Why do you think you've got no chance? Um, Well, you know who it is. (sighs) Oh! Okay, yeah, you, yeah, fair. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> that's so mean. You were so mean to me about this guy. I'm just keeping it real. Excuse me, you just literally sat there and went, look, you only like this guy because you can't have him. How about we just mm. do a little switcheroo? All right, fine. Yeah, we both just need to give up on love. Yeah, we do. We need to just stop becoming absolutely obsessed with people that don't care if we live or die. That is literally what it boils down to. <laughs> That yeah. sounds that sounds easier than it is, though. Okay, so how many first dates do you think you're going to have this year? I mean, actual dates, or how many people am I just going to invite around to my house? To... First dates, actual dates. Well, if I'm having three first kisses, I'm going to go with three first dates, because we both know that I don't... Okay. Wait. I'm going to go with ten. Nice. Is my aim, because I don't Fair. always kiss on a first date if I'm not feeling it. If someone tells me I sound stupid, <laughs> then I might not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, that's that's like that's pretty much a date a month. Yeah, so I think that's a fair amount. I think that's yeah. a good aim. That's in fact that's what I want you to do this year. I want you to go on at least one date a month. Okay. And if you don't, I'm going to tase you. <laughs> We've been watching too much Jackass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Any other predictions for 2023? Not even, not just in terms of dating, but just in terms of anything. What you think is going to happen this year? Um, oh, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because you don't want to like predict. Yeah. You, you don't. You're not going to be like, I'm going to get engaged. Yeah. I'm going to fall in love. Mm-mm. I'm going to get a million pounds. But also, like, I would like all those things. That'd be great. Is there what any if I put realist before falling in love? <laughs> yeah. Is there any realistic predictions? Um, I am going to sort my finances out okay i'm actually gonna get my shit together and yeah be a big girl put my big girl, big girl pants on and deal with my debt bravo very I'm not gonna pay any, it's not gonna pay it off i know i'm not that <laughs> optimistic but i'm gonna stop just burying my head in the sand about things okay well done get your wabs out more on only fans and you'll be able to sort it anyway oh yeah i really need to get back on that i've been pretty slack on that over christmas so my predictions is that i'm gonna start on only fans <laughs> joke i'm not um uh i think obviously this is a prediction i can't be a hundred percent but i'm fairly confident that this year i will move yeah i can see that happening 
yeah. I'm not 100%, but I'm fairly confident. Mm. Uh, that's about it. That's the only one that I'm like, I feel like that's entirely my decision. Like if I decide to do that, then I can yeah. do it, if you know what I mean. Whereas other things have got outside influences, so you can't really predict it. But Yeah, yeah definitely. Fair, 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 I don't fair. want to jinx it by saying this is the year I'm going to meet someone. Because every year people say that to me and I'm like, well, here we go. This is my year. Yeah. No, it's not. Fuck it, eh? This is a year that's going to be good. Another year, hopefully. I predict that we both make it to the end of the year. <laughs> oh, shit, maybe oh, that's nice. too much. So you're not going to be kissing my dead head at my funeral this year? Not this year. That feels like a 2026 activity. Although, to be fair, we have already established that I'm going to come and help you at work. I don't want to go mm-hmm. into detail on here about what you do for a job, but there is one weekend I'm going to come and work with you, and I do feel like if any... if if I'm ever going to die, it will probably be that weekend. <laughs> so I work for a festival, for those who okay, don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's fair. I've come pretty close a couple of years. Yeah. What a way to go, though. I mean, they're just like, still prop me up and make me do work. <laughs> and they'll just let me die, though, because I don't normally work there. So it's fine. Yeah, that's true. No, it looks bad on our record. We can't have any deaths. We'll move your body somewhere else. So it looks like you've died elsewhere. <laughs> Just in some like wasteland next door. <laughs> Just in the field with all the sheep. And everyone will be like, where's Maul? She'd be like, I don't know. I haven't seen her for a... She was meant to come to the festival, but she never arrived. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Good plan. Good predictions. Well done. So keeping with the predictions theme, mm-hmm. I have created some celebrity predictions that I think are going to happen in 2023. <gasps> Mystic Morsh. Oh my God, I'll be like Paul the Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> so many ways. I've always said that about you. Oh, love that. I really hope I'm right. I do want to be like Paul. Everyone wants to be like Paul. What guy? He's dead now, Paul isn't is he? everyone's. I... Um, well, then I've had some times when I want to be like Paul in that way. <laughs> yeah, I think Paul's dead, but it's fine. Um, oh, RIP Paul. Okay, this, so... this episode... I'll dedicate it to Ryan Dunn and Paul um, the Octopus. Paul the Octopus yeah. um, okay, so my first prediction is either Kendall or Kylie Jenner <sighs> is finally going to come out as bi. Yes, 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 yes. Which Definitely. I would love that if someone that high profile was just Same. like on there. Yeah, I would have always had my money on Kendall until recent Kylie videos have made me think, oh, Kylie Jenner, I can see it. She's yeah. got the real like... The femme, like the fierce femme bi queen energy going on. And, and that video of her, her and Stassi baby was slightly questionable, wasn't it? It was fucking hot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, never... it was to be fair. <laughs> I have never found Kylie Jenner attractive. And that video made me oh, feel some things. I know that she's got a very fake face, but I think she is fucking beautiful, Kylie Jenner. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's not that I don't find her attractive. I've never fancied her. That's mm. a com- like, obviously, she's beautiful because um, she paid enough to be. Yeah. But yeah, that video. Yeah, I can see I can see a Jenner girl coming out as queer. Yeah. And I'm here for it. My next one is that ratty Matty Healy is going to rehab. And I would be very surprised <laughs> if he wasn't there already. <laughs> if Matty Healy isn't checking into the Priory as we speak, I will be surprised. <laughs> I will be very upset and I hope he gets better because I love him. Um, yeah, let's hope he goes to rehab and it's a successful rehab stint. Yes, that's all we want. But yeah, that won't be surprising at all. Yeah. Uh, I think Travi Baby and Courtney are going to split up. <gasps> Oh, 
because their relationship is so performative that it's actually getting to the point where I think it's fake. Sorry. If that could happen just in time for their London dates and then someone can blag me some backstage tickets, this could work out in my favour very well. I was going to say, you haven't got tickets and you're still upset about it, aren't you? I am still, I am manifesting that I'm still going to, somehow I'm going to be there. What is the date of it? Can't remember. (laughs) The tickets were so expensive, weren't they? Yeah, because they put price surge on because Ticketmaster is a scam. I'm going to have a look. Maybe we can reevaluate this situation. Well, oh God knows what their resale value is. But yeah, they, they put price surge on, which they shouldn't do. It's so fucked up. What does that mean? So if t- it's really popular, it's almost like a surge on Uber. Whereas if everyone yeah. wants it, it makes it more expensive. Yeah. That's so shit. I think my next prediction is that our queen, lord and saviour, Taylor Swift, is going to be engaged to Joe Alwyn by the end of the year. Mm. They've been together for seven years. She's literally gonna... the greatest woman that's ever existed, so he needs to snap her up before somebody else does. I'm going to um, add to that. I think they're already engaged. I think they'll get married, and we won't know anything about it until after the wedding. The only thing... That's a fair... That's a valid point. The only thing that makes me sad is she won't write any more breakup songs about me. She will, though, because she's, I reckon she's still got a bank of shit that she hasn't dealt with. Yeah, fair. And who knows? Maybe he'll do a Jay-Z and we'll get a lemonade out of her. Oh, oh my God. Imagine a scorned Taylor Swift. A, a, a lemonade or a 30 from Taylor Swift would be... Oh! It put me in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the England ladies are going to win the Football World Cup because they're unstoppable. Yes. The lionesses are the goats. They are incredible. Of course. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And the other thing is I think, and I hope and I pray that Labour are going to win a general election this year. This year you think there's going to be a GE called? Yeah. I fucking hope so. I hope so too. I can't wait. I cannot wait another year. Like what's happening this week with all the NHS dismantling and it's just a fucking shit show. And the fact Rishi Sunak, like, Rishi... I know how we deal with this. We make everyone do maths for two more years. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> make everyone do maths for two more years. And oh, at the same time, I'm going to ban striking. Is so, that what he said? Democracy. Yeah, he's talking about like literally outlawing strikes, strike action so that you'll get sacked if you refuse to cross the picket line. I'm sorry, what? Yep. So they're trying to ban protests and they're trying to ban strikes. So they're basically banning freedom of speech right now, right? Yeah, they don't want a democracy. God, I fucking... They'll be banning voting for Labour before you know it. I fucking hate this government. I mean... Twelve fucking years. Twelve years. Twelve years, mate. And look how well it's worked out. Yeah. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if they got in again. (laughs) Don't, can you imagine? They can't. I wouldn't be surprised, though. I'd be disappointed, I'd be gutted, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and just to wrap this up, I've got a couple of celebrity death predictions, which... Oh, cheery. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it, and I'm not saying I want these to happen, but sadly, I think they might. You think it's coming. Right. I am really upset about this one, but I think this is the year that we'll lose David Attenborough. Yeah, I do too. I really... I will be fucking devastated, as will everybody else. We need a national day of mourning when that happens. I mean, if he's got, if he if he does die, if he does die, at least he's got one thing to look forward to. We would dedicate a podcast episode to him. Oh my god, we would. <laughs> we could take over from him. We could go and do animal programs. <laughs> imagine, like, imagine like us two re 
narrating a fucking David Attenborough. Can just you... screaming and then like cheering whenever someone fucks. Like someone, something. Do you remember that time we was in the sea by yours and I was, thought there was a seal behind us and we both shit a brick? Can you imagine us doing like an actual well, animal? I would like to explain this further. We'd seen a seal and then Morsh stood on a crab and screamed <laughs> and then decided to swim away despite the fact we were in knee-deep water. So I was just walking next to her really slowly going, what is the matter? And then... When she calmed down, Wait, from can that I just bit, interrupt we went... that? I didn't want to put my feet on the floor because I just trod on a cat on a crab, which is why I was swimming away in really shallow water, <laughs> which makes perfect sense when I say that. <laughs> and then, because <laughs> the crab was going to just stay under your foot, obviously. <laughs> and then we went out a bit further, and she like looked behind me in this weird, like kind of scared look. <laughs> so I just assumed there was something behind me. So I just fully shat my pants and like screamed in some way and we were the only people in the sea apart from like seven surfers who were just watching these two fucking idiots in bikinis <laughs> scream every five seconds and also seals can be quite vicious i don't want a seal oh my god literally i saw a tiktok earlier of mm-hmm. someone filming they was in cape town and they were it's a woman sitting on the beach and she's literally yeah. there's like a little seal like plodding around in front of her and then it gets in the water and there's obviously like people swimming and then this seal goes up and like starts attacking a kid and like loads of people run in the water and pull like the kid away and like the seal fucks off and then it swims along and it, it's heading towards a woman and then all the people on the beach are like shouting at this woman but she's paying no attention because obviously she's like us and she's just like she's the main character <laughs> in the sea and then this seal literally like goes like and like bites her head and fucks her up as well. And this seal is on a it's on crud, this seal. Yeah, seals during mating season are aggressive AF. Yeah. They're not cute little doggies, tourists. Don't try and stroke them, which happens yeah. every year, and every year a tourist gets bitten. Yeah, that seal woke up and chose violence. Right, who else is gonna die? Uh Kanye. Oh. Mm. Oh. I don't want like, it to happen. Like I don't want any of these to happen. I want him to just get his shit together, go yeah. back on his meds and get better. But yeah, I know what you mean. It wouldn't be the most surprising thing, would it? No. And if he dies, the conspiracies that are going to come out of it, because he's already said, if I die, I didn't do it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. Right. Um, I think old Vlad the Lad, Putin, is going to oh, die. I fucking hope so, man. Yeah. He's got some mad secret health issues. Do you know how I hope he dies? Falling off a horse mm. so we get another no. picture of him that I like. No. A one punch death from Zelensky. Hezbollah. Oh, yeah, Zelensky, yeah. <laughs> Think about if Hezbollah punched Putin to death. It would literally be the fucking most iconic moment of our lives. The internet would just explode. It would never, it would never, yeah, work I want again. Zelensky. I, I know it was problematic at the time how much of a chokehold he had on me, but oh, I fucking love him. I mm. love him. Uh, yeah. It's not as problematic as the fact you fancy Putin on a horse, to be fair. I just respect that picture. He's hot in it. You shouldn't. He's hot in he's it. Not. If you can just he's not. Really he's everything he's done. He's hot in that picture. No, he's not. He looks like a foot. He looks like your weird oh, short I knew foot. you was going to bring that up. That is so mean. Um, I've got one more celebrity oh. death prediction. Go on then. Elton John. No! I, I don't want it to happen. I've stated I'm not this saying you do, but I'm responding to the thought of him dying. Yeah, I think, oh, I think it's going to happen. Pre or post Glastonbury? Pre. 
Oh, gutted. I think he's going to do a Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. There have been rumours that he's been ill again, haven't there? Mm. When he did that um, weird club singer Rick, Vic Reeves style performance <laughs> during COVID. Yeah. Everyone was like, has he got cancer again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't. So, that, so there's my Paul, Pauletta, the octopus. I am <laughs> Paula, Pauline. Any of those names? There are there are so many actual female names that start. Well, there's two. I know. I love that. Yeah. I defaulted to Pauletta, which is famously I'm not a fun. name. Well, I'm going to go with Pauletta. I think okay. I like it better. So ah, that rhymes. <laughs> Pauletta is better. Uh, yeah. So I'm Pauletta, the octopus, and they're my predictions. So as it's a new year, um, as is tradition, people make New Year's resolutions or intentions this year. I've noticed no one's calling them resolutions anymore. Mm -hmm. Have you got any New Year's resies? Um, I don't really buy into the resolutions thing. I don't really like doing it. I'm just trying to be healthier. Yeah, I want to get back into running. I do eventually want to run a marathon. Yeah. I kind of flit in and out of running. I'm very firmly out of it at the moment. Um, and I just like it. I'm not a natural runner. I'm not one of those yeah. people. The more I do it, the easier I find it. It's something I always struggle with, but I just like doing it. Yeah. So, fair. Um, and I'm going to date with intention, obviously. Mm -hmm. We've already established that one of my intentions for this year is to go on at least one date a month. Yeah. So there we go. You just made one for me. Thanks. You are so welcome. What about you? Um, well, I also have both of those things on my list. Oh, twins. Um, yeah, I like really fell out of running last year and I don't know why because it's so good for my head. It gives me time to actually get like an hour to myself and just mm -hmm. go for a 10k run and just like listen to an audiobook and not be at home or at a computer, which is always a win. So yeah, I want to get back on that flex. Do you know what was weird that you said that? We had this discussion the other day a lot of people say that running is really good, like mental health wise for them. And for me, it does absolutely nothing. <laughs> it is purely physical, like running. Yeah. And I think it's because people say, I'm going to go out for a run and clear my head. But when I'm running, I spend the whole time thinking, this is awful. I hate <laughs> it. How much longer have I got to go? Can I run to that lamppost without dying? When can I stop? That is all That is all that goes through my head when I'm running. Yeah, see, I'm quite lucky. I'm quite a natural runner. So the first few runs back, it'll be like that. But then after a while, if I put on a good audiobook or a good podcast, I like totally tune out and just listen yeah. to that and just sort of fly along the cliffs. Maybe if I listen to our podcast, because we all know how much I love it and I've listened to it No, you won't be able to run because you'll be laughing too much. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, yeah also dating with intention as well um, which sort of leads into like being clearer on what I want and what I need from people like speaking my mind and actually saying like look this is what I want if you can't give me that off thy fuck yes very good and I think I did kind of say on the last episode as well that I didn't want to be sort of just existing for the sexual gratification of the men that I'm interested in so just doing everything to try and keep them turned on to me like I'm not just gonna shag you I'm not just gonna drop everything to send you a picture of my titties like mm. yeah yeah you're, you're so much <laughs> more you're so much more than your body so start acting like it okay mom. that sounded like a threat that um... was actually me trying to be nice it just sounded like I was telling you <laughs> off sorry 
No, it wasn't. It, yeah, I get it. Um, and I really want to go on a solo weekend somewhere. Yes. I've never, ever travelled on my own because I had Ava so young. I just didn't get a chance. Um, and as much as like I want to go on holidays with mates and I would love that, I, I just think for my confidence and just for myself, I just need to go and do it. Mm. And yeah, because I think it's such a it's a big thing to do, especially as a woman. Yeah, I've done it twice. And honestly, for how my personality was six years ago, even now, I still can't believe that I did that. I went to yeah. Lisbon on my own for yeah. a long weekend and I went to Athens on my own for four nice. days. The first time I went was a bit weird. It was the first time I'd ever done it and I just got back with my ex. So I kind of felt a bit like, I kind of felt a bit like I wanted him to be there with me. Yeah, that's weird. I get that. Yeah. But then when I went to Athens, I was just single and I actually loved it. And it's, there's just so many things about it. Like you, it real gives you like a real confidence boost because like for me as well, I didn't just get cabs. I was like, I'm going to do public transport. So like when I flew in, mm -hmm. I'd like try and get my way to the hotel using like trains and buses and stuff. So for me to be able to do that on my own, one, to have the yeah. confidence to do it, but to actually successfully do it and not get murdered as well is a real confidence boost. So there's just everything yeah, about trips on your own, going out for mm -hmm. dinner on your own, everything. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, a confidence boost. Yeah, it's not something you ever really do. Like, you know, I'll take myself for lunch, but going out for dinner on your own seems like such a different leap, doesn't it? Yeah. Or like just going for a glass of wine of an evening and and not having to like rely on somebody else like, oh, I want to go do this. So just being like, okay, we'll go do that then. Like yeah. having to plan the whole weekend yourself and being like, I want to see this. Oh, I can just go see it. Like having mm. to schedule it all, having to figure out the language barriers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Two things, uh, the way that I dealt with going to dinner on my own, because it is a bit nerve wracking and that's still the probably the one part of it that I don't particularly like now. Um, I would just take a Kindle yeah. and then I'd go to a place that wasn't like it didn't like look romantic if you know what yeah. I mean um but also what I really like is having dinner if they've got like a bar area where you can sit yeah. on like, a bar stall um because every time I did that I ended up not reading my kindle because the bar staff would be talking to me as they would be serving people and stuff so you wouldn't have to have like a constant conversation with someone the whole time yeah there were people that would talk to you as they were walking back and forth and stuff so that was good yeah I guess it's a good place to meet people as well like you can end up meeting someone and going out for drinks with like staff and stuff afterwards you never know what's gonna happen when I was in Lisbon the barman that kept talking to me was giving me uh like drinks and only like every time he gave me a glass of wine he wouldn't charge me for one of them than he would the other well. and then he was like oh he was fit as well and he was like oh we're going out like our shift finishes like and me and this guy who had also been talking to me are like going to a bar around the corner with some mates do you want to come and obviously because I'd just got back with my ex I was like no oh you idiot you should have banged oh, no. him I could have had like a threesome with two fit Spanish waiters. It would have been like completely Shirley Valentine vibes. Is Lisbon in Spain? Portugal. <laughs> I don't know why I said Spanish waiters, Portuguese waiters. So yeah, that's my aim. I'm going to go somewhere once I sort my finances out first. But yeah. See, I'm conflicted about that because if you go abroad, I want you to go abroad with me. <laughs> well, if my OnlyFans takes off enough, we'll do both. Yeah, we'll go to Vegas. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to take off that much. <laughs> Immediately die. We would literally, I, I don't think we'd make it 24 hours before one of us was either arrested or dead. Yeah. And both we'd of either those options injured, would be <laughs> Injured, arrested, dead, married are our only four options. Maybe all three, four. <laughs> In that order. Someone would marry yeah. me after I died. <laughs> yeah. And it's me. Yeah. Okay. Good predict. Um, good 
resolutions, predictions, intentions, whatever they're called. Well done. Thanks. Well done to you too. Good job all round. So it's that time of the podcast where I thought we should do a little game at the end and we should mix things up a bit. Okay. I've had a new idea. Do you want to do it? Yeah, definitely. I know you all think that I'm going to say fuck very (laughs) cool, but I'm not. We've got a new game. And dun, dun, dun. I know, and this also, of course, stems from a TikTok that I've seen, um, where it's I want us to list things that would kill a victim. Oh, sorry, that would put a Victorian child into a coma. <laughs> and I have been fucking cracking up all day thinking about things that would put a Victorian child into a coma. Things from I mean, like nowadays. I have one that we can go with straight away, and that go is the then. fact that I now have to clean up uh, Tamagotchi's shit. <laughs> Okay, I mean, a it. Tamagotchi would send a Victorian child into a coma. So 100%. that is fair point. Um, so my first one is Tang Fastics. <laughs> do you know what, though? They'd send me into a coma. I cannot do sour sweets at all. Can you imagine a sickly Victorian child <laughs> eating a Tang Fastic? <laughs> yes, it's brilliant. Okay, so Morsh has pre-prepared a list. I'm just going to yeah. think off the cuff. Um, okay. Orange juice without pulp. Okay. <laughs> um my next one is the middle aisle in aldi or lidl (laughs) i mean it nearly sent you into a fucking coma oh my god um my skincare routine uh my next one is dirty fries Love a dirty fry. I know. Can you Is there imagine anything better than a dirty fry? Oh, can you imagine Tiny Tim eating dirty fries? <laughs> Tiny Tim. <laughs> um, <sighs> a Dyson air wrap. <laughs> That's off my list. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god. Same brain. <laughs> um, my next one is poppers. <laughs> Um, uh, one episode of Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, my next one is the DLR. <laughs> <laughs> See it on the front. Yes. Could you imagine it? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, go. Watching a Matty Healy concert. <laughs> <laughs> that was also on my list. Oh, sorry. We have the exact same brain. Uh, My next one is bottomless brunch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clothes for dogs. (laughs) My next one is Olbus oil. Having a whiff of Olbers oil and just immediately dying. <laughs> um, women's oh. rights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flaming hot Doritos. <laughs> Oh, in a similar vein, a nice and spicy <laughs> knickknack. <laughs> oh, 
fell off. <laughs> oh my god, don't I'm actually dying. Um the masked singer. <laughs> <laughs> The whole of home bargains <laughs> <laughs> or BM. Yeah, or BM. Uh, oh. Vapes. <laughs> One puff of a peach ice vape of a Victorian yeah. child is yeah. comified. Yeah. Um, my last one is a Tango Ice Blast. <laughs> <laughs> right. How are they fizzy and frozen at the same time, though? This is something that breaks my tiny little mind. I know. Oh my god. That was that incredible. Was, that was very funny. What a way to end. What a way to <laughs> end the season. End the series. Oh my god, I'm still laughing, sorry. Um, so all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to us talk shit for what, twelve effectively twelve hours. More than that. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Hey, maybe um, one day we'll release the unedited tapes and they can realise just how much unhinged shit they miss out on. It would be well over 24. We've sometimes yeah. recorded for like three hours. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've loved making this. Yeah, we have. And um, thank you for your support and your joy and your input. We wouldn't yeah. well, we would have done it without you. We would have kept going <laughs> yeah. anyway. But yeah. having knowing that at least someone's listening does make it seem a little yeah. bit less unhinged. And we will be back for we season two. We're not two. sure when yet, but we will. We'll be bigger and better than ever before. We will. And we're going to find a way to monetize this shit so we can be famous and rich. Yeah. And we might even get a few little cheeky guests on next <gasps> season. So watch this space. Yeah. If we can work out how to get a microphone to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the main, main floor in our plan currently. Yeah. But yeah. So with yep. that. All that is left to say is... Oh, I'm sad. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.